0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in
1: Tallahassee. Please turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 15, and we'll just visit a few verses in Luke chapter 15. Very familiar portion of scripture. There is a word from the Lord from this particular text. When you get it, say amen. I guess I have to wait a longer. The amen wasn't that strong. <laughs> Praise God! I suppose we all there now. When you get it, say amen. amen. That sounds more like it. Luke fifteen, verse eleven. We'll do verse eleven and twelve, and verse seventeen. to 20 verse 11 to 12 reads and he said many of us are aware of this as I said this is a very familiar portion of scripture I believe this parable is called the parable of the prodigal son verse 11 said and he said a certain man had two sons and he Jesus is speaking and he said a certain man had two sons And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And the father divided unto them his living. Notice the father, the father said nothing. Probably he was heartbroken, disappointed, like we do our parents sometimes, our fathers sometimes. Verse 15, uh, verse 17 reads, And when he had come to himself, How many of you would like our kids to come to themselves? (laughs) And when he had come to himself, he said, How many hired servants, my father's, Of my fathers have bread enough to spear, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you, and am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. And he arose. How many of you thank God that he arose? He didn't just say it and didn't do it. After he said it, he followed up. Amen. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet greater far off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Amen. Now, as I said, this parable, I won't be long with you today, but I do have a word from the Lord. This parable in my opinion has been mistakenly entitled the parable of the prodigal son I believe, amen Uh, Notice I said mistakenly because I believe the overarching lesson communicated here Is the obvious love the father has for his son Regardless of what the son did or what the son said Are you with me? So that's why in my Bible when I write mine You know there are different versions It's going to be entitled the parable of the loving father Praise God It will be King James but you know Praise the Lord <laughs> The power of the loving father Amen So this morning I want to talk to you For a few minutes on the subject I am still your daddy God would have me tell you This morning that he is still Your daddy I am still your papa Amen You know we live in a world where things seems to be spiraling out of control let me say that again we live in a world where things seem to be spinning to be to be what i said Spiraling spiraling out of control and let me share with you brothers and sisters you hear me very clearly if we mess around and stop looking unto jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith And we begin looking at the media then we will become unhinged. You get what I'm saying? We'll become what? Unhinged. We will be tossed to and fro, I think Ephesians 4 14 talks about that. Tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men. That's why you and I need to keep looking unto Jesus Who is the author and finisher of our faith. So God sent me here to remind us. Regardless of what you find yourself into. If you are in a conundrum. If you've made some mistakes like the prodigal son. If you said some things wrong. If you've not waited on God and you went ahead. Like the prodigal son did. God sent me to tell you this morning. He is still your papa. Mm. It is going to be all right nothing has changed you may have changed you may have stepped away but god did not his love for you his love for me is still the same are you getting what i'm saying sense. as a father i needed to remember as a father as a daddy god's love for you and god's love for me has not changed regardless of what you see happening in the economy regardless of what you see going on he is still our daddy and I want you to keep that in mind as we go through these turbulent times, as we go through these perilous times, that God is still our Papa. Yes. Before I unpack these verses, before I unpack these verses, let me share this with you. You know, while I was preparing this, God took me back in 2010, in January 2010, when Emmanuel was just five years old. I want to share with you my heart. And, remind, and, and he reminded me of something he said to me back then in 2010. And he said to me, I want you to share this with the church. And so, before I do, I want to say that God has blessed me with a lot of good Christian fathers. I have a lot of good Christian fathers as friends in my life. And I'm grateful for that. How many of you are grateful for good fathers Just for men on a whole good men God has placed in our lives. Amen You know God has a way of grooming us through some of the relationships that he has ordained for us Amen, and one of the relationships he's ordained for us is that of fathers and mothers and friends and are you with me saints? And why has God done that so that I believe we can become better Christians today than we were yesterday I thank God for every relationship is ordained in my life. Through some of these relationships, I'm called Pastor. Through some of these relationships, I'm called Sir. Through some of these relationships, I'm called Big Brother. Yes. Through some of these relationships, I've been called Spiritual Father. Through some of these relationships, I have been called Mano or Mano. That's my childhood name. I cherish all these relationships, all of them. However, through only one relationship, I'm called daddy. Let me say that again. However, through only one relationship, I'm called daddy. (laughs) I'm called Abba. Only one person in the world calls me daddy. And I don't take that for granted. I'm saying the same thing here for us, brothers and sisters. God is our daddy. I don't want you to take that for granted. He's not only father far away, but he's daddy. I need you to get that. And so, because God is our daddy, and as I said, this relationship with my son and I, daddy, and the reason why he calls me daddy is because I believe you have to underwrite in a child's life to be called daddy. Let me say that again. I'm talking about blood of your blood. Amen well some of you may disagree um being a dad being a dad from hearing dad speak being a dad makes you want to be a better man Mm? it makes you want to be a better man you know being called a dad has taught me among numerous things to pray you know i thought i could pray before i was a daddy yeah i really thought i did but When I became a dad, my prayers became selfless. Hmm? I thought I knew how to pray. I began praying this type of prayers. God, look upon my son as he begins his day. I cancel every influence the devil may have over his life today. Let no hurt, no harm, no danger, no bad news, no sad news. I thought I could pray before. But when I became a daddy, I found out your prayer takes a different level. Are you with me, saints? Your prayer takes the day. Let no stray bullet take his life today. Let no drunk driver run into him today. Keep that delinquent acquaintance, that riffraff away from my son. I know many of you have prayed that prayer. Lord, help me. I need help from daddy so I can be a daddy oh god i give you praise when i hear daddy i pick up i i i hear help i hear i need you and instantaneously i think provider protector sacrifice yeah. I'm, I'm 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 going somewhere protector provider sacrifice yeah. back in 2010 i let, let, let me get back to 2010 we had moved to atlanta and after having devoted 12 years of my life to a ministry here in Tallahassee, I mean, promises were made to me, never came to pass. And so it was a very tough time for me. I, had felt like, I felt like I'd hit rock bottom. And you hear my story, I've never said that before, but God would have me share that. I felt like I'd hit rock bottom. 2010 was one of the worst years in my life. It was a Monday morning, I can recall vividly. In January 2010, we lived in Covington, Georgia at the time. And I had just dropped Emmanuel uh, to school. He was five years old. My wife had gone to work. And um, he had kissed me bye-bye and said, Daddy, I'll see you later. And, uh, and, you know, I could not wait to go home to just break down. Because here was I, in the house. Walked away from a previous ministry, 12 years and the, you know, sometimes the devil begins whispering to you, like you've made a mistake, wasted your life. What did you do? And then I heard my wife in the background saying to me, "I'd warn you." <laughs> sometimes you gotta listen to women. Are you with me? Sometimes they give good advice. Are you with me? Sometimes when they speak, don't just walk away. You, you they speak, and then if you have to walk away, do like you're walking away, but don't walk away from what they say because sometimes it can be good wisdom That's right. Amen. and so there was I I couldn't wait to reach out the house as soon as I reached in the house I felt I dropped on my knees and I just broke down because just began crying and I remember telling God I just left a little boy who called me daddy here am I in a new city has barely prepared for him as a father should Can you bless me and help me like you did Jacob when he went to a new city? When Jacob left and went to Panadaram, the new city, God blessed him. And while I was praying, a peaceful voice came from within and said to me, You hear me very carefully, brothers and sisters. What I'm going to share with you, God asked me to share it with you. I've never shared it before. God told me right there in the living room, He said, Multiply the way you feel about Emmanuel by infinity and it, will, and it will not begin to describe the way I love you. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said multiply, and you hear me? Multiply the way you feel about your son by infinity and it won't be able, it won't begin to describe the way I feel about you. And I said, I'm going to find out. Now hear me carefully. I was not used to the term infinity. My only reference point to infinity was a motor vehicle. (laughs) A luxurious motor vehicle. But I looked it up, I found out it's a mathematical term. And I did some research on the word infinity. Amen. I did some research and listen to what I came up with. Infinity means eternity. It means perpetuity. It means endlessness. Multiply the way you feel about Emmanuel. Your love for him by infinity and it will not be able to describe the way I feel about you. It means it represents, infinity represents something that is boundless or endless. Like exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Mm-hmm. It, it, it also refers to a number, listen very carefully, a number greater than any assignable quantity or countable number. But this is the part that gets me, this is the part that gets me in the research. It says infinity can be the larger number than the largest number you can ever think of. It can be the larger number of the largest number you can ever think of. So he was saying to me, multiply your love for your son by the larger number of the largest number you can ever think of. And it would not be able to. Amen. Do you have a large number in your mind? Think about a larger number. Take that, multiply it by the way you feel towards your children. And God said that will not begin to describe the way he feels about us. And I'm here to tell you that this morning. Regardless of what's going on, God said, I am here, I am still your papa. (laughs) <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus Here are my brothers and sisters Down in the dumps in a new city Feeling betrayed and forsaken Humiliated don't you feel so sometimes like, like life is just The life has just stopped And nothing is going on And here am I And God said to me I am still your papa I am still your daddy Regardless of what you may be going through I'm still your daddy Multiply the way you feel about your son And it is for every parent here this morning Every father, every mother Multiply, God would have you know today on Father's Day As he is our daddy Multiply the way you feel about Your kids By the larger of the largest number you can think about And it won't begin to describe the way God feels about you I needed to walk away with that feeling today, that knowing today, Father's Day. I'm still your daddy. I came to tell you this morning. Right here, we have an Almighty Daddy. Romans 8:15 says, But you have received the spirit of adoption. You have received the spirit of adoption whereby we can cry what Abba Father. We can cry, Daddy. I think Galatians 4:6 says, and because we are sons. Yes. God, who is our papa, can you say God, our papa? Say God, our daddy. Oh, hallelujah. God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying what? Abba Abba means what? Daddy, Daddy, father. Father god is our almighty daddy i need you to get that nobody can change that listen to me bro. a government cannot change that your mother and father cannot change that friends cannot change that you hear me being politically affiliated cannot change that nobody can change God's being been our daddy and you need to keep that in mind daddy is a term of enjoyment not everybody says daddy <clears throat> Oh glory be to Jesus Hallelujah And yes like the prodigal son I'm here to talk to some of us this morning Like the prodigal son We have made mistakes Yes we have made some foolish mistakes Said some foolish things Things, Amen. Has experienced some debilitating circumstances But I tell you brothers and sisters God says he's still our father hmm? Whether or not you have a job He's still your father Whether or not you've achieved Whatever you are pursuing He's still your father God sent me to tell you You're not a failure You know what I found out? I found this out I found this out If you judge An individual By one mistake You're judging them too early That's right (laughs) If you judge an individual's life By the mistakes they make You're judging them too early They haven't arrived as yet Give them some time that's what daddies do They sit back are you with me Look at their kids make mistakes And then rehab, Help rehabilitate them Because they know their kids potential yes. Only God's Only God know your potential He knows my potential only God does that So tell your friends and your family You're judging me you're judging me too early I haven't arrived as yet I'm still in my arrivals, in my arrival stage. Amen. So we are told there in Luke 15. Luke 15, we are told the younger of them said to his father, Luke 15, 12, he said to his father, give me the portion of goods that faileth me. In other words, give me my inheritance. And notice what the, notice the Bible says, nothing of the father's reaction. Because why? The father was saddened and disappointed and hurt. How you, do you watch your father and tell him, I wish you were dead? You know, you only get inheritance when you die, amen? Asking your father for inheritance before is telling him, I wish you were dead. How, how can you watch your father and tell him that? Brothers and sisters, how many times have we said and made stupid th- mistakes? Yeah. We've said some real stupid things. Amen, we've made some bad mistakes, But believe me, brothers and sisters, God is still our father. How many times we've not waited on God? This man, this young brother could, this young brother did not wait on God. We have heard God. We know better, but sometimes we allow our desires to allow us to get ahead of God. Like this young brother did. He allowed his desire to get ahead, ahead of God. And he found himself in a conundrum. Mm. Find himself between a rock and a hard place. Find himself wanting what hogs want. But I tell you. Let me here tell you this morning. God is still your father. Amen. That means God still has good thoughts. God, God still has good thoughts towards you. Let me say that again. God still has good thoughts towards you. Amen. He still has thoughts of peace. Amen. Not of evil. To give you an expected end. God still has thoughts of peace towards you. This is what God said to me to tell you. My expectations of you has not changed. Thank you Lord. Wonderful thing. I still have great expectations I still expect you to do well I still expect you to prosper I still expect you to live out your purpose brothers and sisters we all came here with something to do That's right. we all have we all were born for a purpose and you hear me the world needs what you have And let me give some advice. Don't you tiptoe your way out of here in silence. Not giving us what what you were born to do. What you came here to give us. You hear me? And God said, I'm still your father. I'm still your father. I'm still interested in you because I have made an investment in you. Prophecies have been spoken over us. And God said, I will ensure that these prophecies come to pass. God said, I'm still what? I am still looking to hasten my word to perform it. Still looking to hasten his word to perform it. Things have been told to you. God himself has spoken to you. And this morning, brothers and sisters, God asked me to tell you, just like that. Father made an investment In the prodigal son He has made an investment In you He has made what An investment in you You know There is a right way and a wrong way to leave the house How many of you agree? agree There is a right way to leave your house As a child and there is a wrong way You don't leave too early because you lose the, the, uh, the wisdom and the principles. Amen. Because there comes a certain time in your life when your parents have to become your mentors. Amen. If you miss that and you leave, then you leave, you're leaving too early. That was the case of these young men. A father, a mother reserve the right to make a deposit in the child's life. An investment. It doesn't have to be money necessarily. One of the best legacies you could ever pass on to your children is that of a godly heritage. Are you with me saints? One of the best legacies you can ever pass on to your children is a godly heritage. That's right. That's yeah. That's right. So when I say that a father should make an investment, I'm referring not necessarily to m- about money. Amen? It was so important. Let me show you in the New Testament how important it was for a father to pass on a godly heritage. Speak in his son's life. Genesis, if, can you go to Genesis chapter 27? Genesis chapter 27 Verse 36 If you get it say amen I'll wait again until the amen is stronger amen. <laughs> Glory be to God Twenty-seven thirty-six, and it reads And he said Is not the rightly This is this is Jacob speaking. you remember Jacob and Esau? Esau, at first, lost his birthright. He thought it was a joke. Mm. Jacob is about to Jacob is about to bless his kids, He's old and he's about to do what every father did back then, speaking to the children's life. And whenever they speak into the children's life, Whatever they said, that investment, that heritage comes to pass. Are you with me? I'm here to tell everybody this morning, whether or not you have a father, your mother can speak a heritage in your life to. I, want you to. I want you to keep that in mind. Amen? Because the Bible says we are all sons of God. So don't you think that you cannot speak into your child's life and bless your child? I just thought I would make that clear. And he said, Is not the rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. That is, Esau saying, Jacob has tricked me twice. He took away my birthright. And behold, now he hath taken away my, my what? My blessing. My investment. That's why I'm here to tell you, God said, he's made an investment in you. And he's looking over it to ensure it comes to pass. He said here and he said, Has thou not reserved a This is Esau begging Jacob and telling him, Daddy, don't you have a blessing reserved for me? You have only he, he continued. He and he, he said, verse 37, and Isaac answered and Selen said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him your Lord. I have spoken over him, and I have said he's going to be your Lord. Small L. In other words, he's going to rule you for a little while. He says here, and all his brethren have I given unto him for servants. How is that possible? How can a father speak into a child's life and give all his brethren to be his servant? This is a man speaking. I'm not talking about daddy God. I'm going to show you what daddy God has done for us. But this is Esau and Jacob. This is Esau. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Esau and Jacob's daddy. Amen. He said right here, he said, uh, and Isaac answered and said unto, "I I have given him, where we are, behold, I have made him your Lord and all his brethren have I given to him for servants and with corn and wine have I sustained him and what shall I do now unto you my son? Notice what verse 38 says, and Esau said unto his father, hast thou but one blessing? Daddy, bless me daddy. Even so also, oh my dad. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Daddy, bless me, daddy. Daddy speaking to my life. Daddy, give definition to my life. My God. That is what Esau is asking. I'm going to show you in a while where God has blessed us and given us definition in our lives. Here is an adult, a young man. He's an adult. Understands the importance of a father speaking in a boy's life. Understand the importance of a blessing. And he's asking daddy to bless me. Do you have one blessing daddy? Can you lay your hands on me daddy? Can you speak into my life daddy? Daddy can you affirm me? Very important. Daddy can you affirm me? remember in Matthew chapter 3 verse 17. Don't turn there. In Matthew chapter 3 verse 17. When Jesus was Baptized. And he came up out of Jordan. The Bible says, a voice from heaven opened and said what? This is my son in whom I'm what? I need to affirm. I am tell my son, I am well pleased with you, son. Daddy, can you bless? Say something to me, daddy. Say something. Speak into my life, daddy. It's important. You have the authority to speak into my life and see it come to pass. that's right. And God said, he's still our daddy. Yes. Listen to me. All you got to do is find out what he said about you. Say it out loud to yourself. And say, I got it, daddy. I got it, daddy. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you with me, brothers and sisters? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who what? Who hath blessed us. Oh, glory. It's right here. It's it's from King James. You may have a different version. King James, Ephesians 1 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath what? We have what Esau was asking for (laughs) for who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places oh glory be to jesus it's in whom in christ jesus anybody here in christ jesus if you are in christ jesus you have been blessed if you are in christ jesus when god told jesus you are my son in whom i'm well pleased god was telling you and me i am well pleased with you Oh glory be to Jesus If you are in Christ Whatever God said to Christ Refers to you Oh glory be to God Oh glory be to Thank God for being what? In Christ Oh glory be to God Oh glory be to Jesus That's why God said to you I am still your daddy You are still Pleasing to me Oh, glory be to God. I think it was, it was in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. It says here, oh, hallelujah. It says in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Can you go to Ephesians 1 verse 6 quickly? Ephesians 1 verse 6 is giving us a summary of Ephesians 1 verse 5. A, a, a kind of mini summary. And it says, what, what, what can we praise God for? For what we got from verse 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5. It says, this is what I'm going to praise. To the praise of His of the glory of his grace. The only thing you can thank God for, for what he did to us in verse 1, did for us in verse 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5 is because of his grace. I'm going to praise. Praise him for the glory of his grace. Wherein in that grace he hath made us what? Accepted in the beloved. That word accepted here means highly favored. Who's the beloved of God? I am we, we, we are the beloved then you are right but can wh- wh- why, why are we the beloved of God Jesus because Jesus is God's beloved who is the beloved son of God Jesus who's in Christ we are in Christ guess who's highly favored we are highly favored I am here to tell you that God is still your father yes, sir. Don't let anybody take that away from you You walk here, you walk out here With your chin up, yes. amen Your head up, yes. strutting like a peacock God is still your father yes. And he don't forget what he said Multiply the way you feel about Your children By the larger of the, larger of the largest number You can ever think of My <laughs> Oh boy, listen to me That delivered me Oh yeah, that freed me. The larger of the largest number. Oh God, it won't begin to describe. When I got up from that floor. I wiped my tears in my eyes, <laughs> and I said, "Look out, world! Here I come!" I just got a word of confirmation, affirmation from my father. Oh glory, middle Jesus, hallelujah. Mm. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. God, I'm here because I know sometimes uh, uh, we make mistakes, like the prodigal son, and we, we do things. We, we just humans just do stupid things sometimes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, and say stupid things sometimes. Yes, we Are you with me? And we end up in places like the prodigal son ended up. Let's see where he ended up. We are told here, he messed around and ended up in, let's go to verse 16. And ended up in a hog pen. How many of you, sometimes you feel like that's where you are? Just wallow everywhere. Amen. Hogs are not clean. They're just, I had 13 of them growing up. 13. Can you imagine? Always like the mud. And he would have fain he's in the hug pen feeding the hugs. Mm, you remember the story? Yeah. He spent everything he had. All his friends are with him. When he was done, there was nobody to call. He had nobody on speed dial. He called everybody, nobody answered. Amen. They looked at the phone. Ah, his money, his money's done. I'm done. <laughs> no response. But the father kept looking. He's out on the porch, walking back and forth in front of the house, looking for his son. Son's written. And the Bible says he would have ate, what? He would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did it. Let me share something with you, brothers and sisters. When you reach at a place when pig food looks good to you, then uh, you've really hit rock bottom. And the only reason why he didn't eat the pig food is because some commentators said it was, it was the body was not able to digest it. He knew that. If he had eaten the pig food, he would have died. That's the only reason why he didn't eat the pig food. Here's what happens in life. Can I bring it home a bit? Here's what happens in life sometimes. You know, if you keep sometimes living a shabby life you'll end up doing things that you would never consider doing if you were in your right mind. Right. Yeah. Sometimes when kids, when we turn around, can I can, can, can I press now a little further? Yes. You know, sometimes you get so low that people you won't even consider being with, now all of a sudden you're now considering them. Oh yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden now you brought down your standards. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden now you're saying, well, can work with that I, I you, you know maybe uh, you cannot not even God can work with that uh, let alone you leave that alone you know you know when time has passed a bit yeah, yeah. and it seems like your window of opportunity is closing Come on, And all of a sudden now, you know, all of a sudden now you, you you know, you, you, you are so low, you are so despondent, devastated by life experience. Your outlook has been compromised. Standard lowered, vision skewed. And now people you wouldn't even consider being with. She looks a little okay, you know. He has a problem, but I, I, I think I can, uh, yeah. Oh my God, Jesus. yeah. Right, the you. devil, stop it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The devil is a liar. Yeah, yeah. Come up, Come God is still your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, let me, let me leave that some of before you say I, I'm meddling. Let me stop, let me continue preaching, amen stand that high. And don't you settle for anything less than what daddy promised you. Look, you got 120 years to live. You got a solid 40 years ahead of you. You want to work, listen to me, you want to work with, you want to nurse that habit all the, you, the devil is a lie. Let me leave that room. Let me, if you want to be a nurse, go to nursing school. Anyhow. Let me, <laughs> I just thought I would throw that in there yeah, yeah. Amen I, Too many people are saying well I can You can't God cannot deal with it You cannot Amen. Let me move on here God, Oh God, God. <laughs> Talking about I, I can dress that no. 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 <laughs> I can patch that You can Glory be to Jesus I have a word for you You offend him you're fainting that's what David said he said I had fainted unless I had believed Psalms 27 13 he said I had fainted unless I had believed you got to believe to see the goodness of daddy yes. your papa yes. in the land of the living yes. are you getting what I'm saying he's still your papa he's don't lower your standards thank you papa You'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is what he tells me you need to do. Go to verse 14. What? Verse 14. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, 20, just the next verse after, sorry. 2714. Here is what you need to do. Glory be to God. We need to do. Amen. This is what Papa, Papa uses us to do. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And don't get used. Don't be don't get so familiar with hoggish lifestyles. The devil is a liar Dad is still interested in you He has made an investment in you Don't give it away Don't walk away You keep your head up high And still believe God May I feel the presence of God (laughs) His standards for you hasn't changed His expectations hasn't changed Now this is what we need to do Can you go to verse 17, I'm going to bring it to a close Verse 17 is what we need to do as individuals We haven't done it Verse 17, uh, Acts chapter 15 Verse 17, Amen This is what what the prodigal son did Amen Acts chapter Sorry, Luke 15 Our text (laughs) Glory be to God Luke 15 (laughs) 17 It's recorded That the prodigal son did what? And when he came To himself What he did and, and let me tell you why We need to come to ourselves You, you hear me if you're listening online If you have found yourself in a conundrum If, if you find yourself what, in, in what seems to be A, a hog a pen If everywhere you turn it's muddy That's what hog's like, mud This is what you need to do You need to come to yourself And let me tell you why we need to come to ourselves. Because Daddy is not coming. Daddy is expecting you. Because Dad has invested in you. You know better. (laughs) <laughs> Dad is waiting He's laughing He's on the porch looking out He's running to the mailbox I'm not hearing from them He's looking at the telephone to see if you call But you know better He wants you to come to yourself Sometimes we like to we like, Sometimes we like to To come and rescue kids that's what we like to rescue them from the lesson life is teaching them. Oh, let life take a bite. Yeah, because they'll never learn their lesson. And so, Dad, knows life is oh, life is dealing with him because Daddy knows what I have. You cannot get it out there. <laughs> one day, one day, you're gonna come back home. And so the dad is looking. But you know, I like that guy. You know why I like him? His attitude. His attitude. You know, I can deal with some, you know some folk when they're wrong. They behave like they're wrong. But some folk when they're wrong, still behave like they're right. <laughs> That's what gives me a headache. <laughs> Let <laughs> like you see all them, let like you see all them some. He, l- listen to what he said. He said, And when he came to himself, he began to do an evaluation of himself. That's what we need to do. It's called self evaluation. Mm-hmm. When he came to himself, it means God gave us five senses. Yeah. Mm, well, six. <laughs> we devalued. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. we lose the sense of faith. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> And then he began using his five senses. And he, you know, human beings are unique. We can take ourselves out of a situation and do an analysis. No other beings can do that. You can see yourself making a mistake. Yeah, you can see it. So that's why he came to himself. And th- let me tell you, the best therapy is when you start speaking to yourself. No. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hear me don't you worry with those learned folks who said talking to yourself means you have an issue these people are too learned the bible says he said to himself he's talking to himself now he said no hold on my father had many had servants and they got bread to eat and he said i perish here can you go to verse, 18? verse 18, verse 18? He said, He said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to arise and go to my father and said, look, I, I, I just need a job. I don't even want to be called a son. He didn't come and say, well, I made a mistake. That's supposed to forgive me. He didn't do that. Like That's what some of us would do. That's what some of us would do. And I know me, somebody like me would say, who do you think you are? But not God. <laughs> <laughs> oh glory, go where you came from, now that's me, amen, <laughs> because I'm hurt, you know a man's pride, you are my son and you you embarrass me that way, no, no, not God, the Bible says he came to himself and God saw him from a distance, let me tell you brothers and sisters, God is still looking, you in a conundrum, you, are you in a conundrum, God is still looking, set the wrong things out there, for God is still looking. Still looking, still expecting you to come home. And the Bible says, when he came, what happens? Before he arrived at the house, the father took off. You, you, let, me, let me share with you this right here God always meets you halfway when you take the right step. <laughs> when you take the right step in the right direction, God will come. And the Bible says, I will arise and go to my father, and I'll say unto him, I have sinned against him, heaven against you. Can you go to verse 19? Verse 19 says, and I'm no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. Just give me a job. That's all I need. Minimum wage, that's okay. I just need to eat. Verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off. You know, there's a lot in there. You know, uh, this is, this is too short of a time to teach about it. I said it's too short of a time. But fathers need to be looking from the grandstands. Yeah, from the grandstands, supporting their kids. (laughs) Looking from afar. Mm, Ensuring that they are in their kids' life. Go, boy, go! Hit that ball! Be at all their games. Well at all their piano recitals you got to show up yes, sure. Sure. well anyhow, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> i i look still looking from a still looking from the brand stands mm. still supporting not only papa's but mama's too That's right. And no the mothers, they has fast. But mamas too. Amen. You hear me? Papa's not there. You show up. Amen. Oh, glory be. I remember when my father died. I was in my early teens when he died. And when he died, my mother, she pulled all of us in the house. She looked at me. She looked at my brother and my sister. She said, I am your mother and I am your father. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she said, "I am your father and we look, we look, at, it, we look at each other. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh yes. because she understood she had an almighty daddy, a man who could step in where he... oh glory be to God. This is what I want to share with you and I'm going to end. I'm going to end. You see, I put my tablet down, I'm going to end. smart smart disciple (laughs) we have a generation of men who doesn't think that they should show affection to the young men the bible says yet the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and what he did kissed him let me tell you, sons, our children, daughters need affection from their dad. you get what I'm saying? The world, some way somehow, have they have a, they they have some way attached some yeah, some diabolical connotation, if I can use that word to it, amen. But it's always a good thing to show affection. I and mean, I was listening to a pastor He said a pastor friend just called him and told him He felt like a 7 year old And he said how do you mean You're, you're 40 and you're crying on the phone 7 year old and he said to him I'm a preacher for 40 years But today was the very first time in my life My dad told me I love you 40 years preaching Dad never said I love you until he was 40 Broke down like a child Yeah he was used to his mother saying, Telling him that But his father Are you getting what I'm saying? I told you a story Of a young man His dad told him Every time He was a Very good mechanic Every time he was Screwing a bolt On a On a A screw Anytime he was screwing You know what I'm talking about Lord help me What's the right term if you, a bolt, when you put in... Oh, that's it, I'm looking for a nut. And each time he was screwing a nut on a bolt, his father would tell him, you are so stupid, you cannot screw a nut on a, 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 nut on a bolt without cross-threading it. Over and over and over. And, uh, he was, and he's now 35 years old. 35. Screwing a bolt on a nut for a friend and he's shaking and the friend is looking at him and the friend said what is wrong with you i saw you screw the nut and unscrew it six times what is wrong he has not been affirmed in that area so he screws it he thinks he does it wrong because he's here his dad telling him you're so stupid so he unscrews it until he cross threads it so he told his friend what his dad said to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Boys need, and men, not, not only boys, children, we need to be affirmed. Yes. By our father and mother. Show sure affection. Sure. I was told, and you hear me, I was told that the father is, a, is his baby boy's hero. And his daughter's first love. Yes. And I believe it. A father is a baby boy's first hero And a daughter's first love And I'm asking you Brothers and sisters here And those of you who are looking You got a heavenly father You got a heavenly father We as human beings We falter, we make mistakes But we have a heavenly father Who will never give up on us God sent me here to tell you this morning I'm still your papa It doesn't matter what you're going through. I'm still your papa. Nobody can take that away from you. Not your spouse. Amen. Not the government. Not any friends. And I hate to say not your enemies. But we do have a devil that's an enemy. Nobody can take that from you. And I want you to keep that in your mind. Especially as we're going through these perilous times. These dangerous times. There is a God who is your father. And he says... And I'm done. I'm also, I'm, I'm done. Our last text. I said three times. Our last text. <laughs> Psalms 91 verse 14. Our, and I'm done. I want to remind you of something he said. Psalms 91 14. <laughs> because he hath set his love upon me. If you set your love on papa. Therefore, and when I say set his love. I mean, if you've made, if you've made. It's your life's duty to set your love on God. Mm? If it's one of your life's pursuit. Then he said, I will what? Deliver you. I will what? Set him on high. Because he hath known my name. Can you go to verse 15, the last verse? He said, He shall you what? Like the prodigal son did you can call on Papa. And he said, I will what? And I will what? Be with you in trouble. I love the last line. I will deliver him and honor him. You know, this see verse 16. Verse 16 brings it home. With long life will I satisfy him. <laughs> oh glory can you put your hands and thank God for for daddy god daddy god daddy god daddy god daddy god God. these three verses here that's my favorite pray them every day thank you father for giving me the strength help me set my love upon you show me how to do it if you're watching with us today and you're not saved and you feel that you're far from god he's not far from you We make mistakes. You may have made a few mistakes. But he's not far from you. He's still your daddy. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I ask that you forgive me. I thank you for sending Jesus to take away my sins. I accept him now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for having accepted me in the kingdom of light.